This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Is Bacon's Halloween season over? It doesn't have to be, Joel. What do you mean? Don't play the innocent with me. You know how we can extend the season. What are you talking about? Did you think it was a coincidence? Spider-Man 2 releasing on the PS5 in October? What are you saying? I'm saying talking about Spider-Man villains is kind of a Halloween subject. Don't you think, Joel? Yeah. I think you could be right, Joel Goblin. <laughs> I was waiting for turds in the wind. Dang no, he was going like, Willem Dafoe route. Uh, Always Willem Dafoe. I had I had a whole like dramatic reading of that. Yeah, and then I timed it against how much time I actually have in the intro, and I went. Chop it, chop it, chop it, faster, faster, faster. Yeah, it worked. So there you go. Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Thriller of Thriller show. Did it become a monster mash in here? Yes. Halloween's over. How do I (laughs) say Say goodbye? goodbye. Wow. Also, Danelle Brown-Rowley says, great show, gents. Predictable ending. But yeah, that's a scary show that had a big impact on a lot of us. No spoilers. LOL. Yeah. Is it better if we're predictable or if we do a wild card? I, don't I know. think it's better if we're predictable. All right. Uh, she goes on to say, I enjoyed a lot of the matchups. Sometimes it works out so perfectly. It really did work out. I mean, come on. The thing in the ring. Oh, perfect. It's just it's painful too fun. Times, though. Painful. Scott Sprague said the marketing for Blair Witch Project was so good. The internet was pretty new. So many of us thought it was real. Yep. The setup websites for missing hikers. I watched it a few years ago and felt so sick. Uh, that's that's uh, that's it's like a good movie. the best of us, right, frankly. Yeah. I should probably pop some Dramamine next time. Let's yeah, true. Yeah. Should. And then this is a, it's a little different for us. This is slightly off the record that's now going on the record. Yeah. This is a, from a text message sent to Joel Hilton from Jeff, which said, I'm currently halfway through, and what I'm enjoying most is your endorsement of these films as something worth my time. There are so many lame horror films I don't want to waste my time on, so knowing that The Conjuring, The Babadook, and maybe even Paranormal Activity are worth at least seeing once is helpful. And yeah. That, yeah. to me, I, that well, is almost my exact personal takeaway of, right. the, of going this isn't my genre but you know what this is a list of really yeah. good movies and when jeff sent it to me hey jeff what's up uh when he sent that to me i really went that's what i was hoping is that right. this this bracket that we created is kind of this guide to hey these are all worthy horror movies totally not all of them are the best mm-hmm. and some omissions were made but overall you could throw a dart at that bracket and be like okay i'm gonna give that a watch yeah. and bacon cell does generally approve of it thank you for Tearing my soul into many, many pieces. But thanks isn't what we're talking about today, Zach. Well, we're ta- it is November, we're, so we're talking it's about a month of happy, gratitude. Right? Uh, yeah, so well, yeah, it is no longer October, uh, so the spooky season's over. We're going to jump back into regular scheduling program. So what are we talking about today, Zach? We're talking about scary villains from Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> Halloween <laughs> monsters that throw pumpkin balls. Give me pictures of villains from Spider-Man. Did you put your camera to come on fire? <laughs> it's going to happen every time. Why is that the running gag of this season? I don't know. But um. uh, uh, <laughs> So we've done this kind of before on Bacon Cell episode 341, Holy Rogues Ranking Batman. Wow. Because we talked about uh, some of Batman's, uh, the, the rogues that he fights, the villains that he fights, mm-hmm. and uh, put them in Arkham Asylum based on what we thought about it. So we decided, you know, Spider-Man deserves a turn here. Would we say that Spider-Man has the second best group of rogues? <sighs> I think Either like, Spider-Man or the X-Men. The X-Men have great villains. Yes. They do. But I'd say as like a rogues gallery, Spider-Man yeah, for one character. Next best to Batman. Okay. Yeah. And it is like, you, you, I mean, we did the DC love last time. It's time mm-hmm. to give Marvel a little love here because Marvel does have some good villains in comic books. In and comic books specifically? Stop. No, we're not going who, there. Who are you right now, Cut me? It out. <laughs> yes. We haven't seen a lot of these guys in there. Sure. Uh, but uh, Spider-Man's villains can basically uh, be classified into categories such as animal-themed villains, mm-hmm. villains with pow- powers over the elements, horror-themed villains, <gasps> Halloween, uh, crime lords, inventors, and masteries of trickery and illusion. Okay. How and many of those are there? Uh, there's like two. I can think of one. Uh, but there is... Spider-Man's villains are interesting, though, because a lot of them have ended up turning into anti-heroes. Yeah. Like redeeming themselves and then starting to fight against crime. And I So lo- maybe he's more effective against villains than, I, than Batman I, is. Is he actually, like... He's, he's helping them. He's yeah. good at rehabilitation. Wow. I, I like them, but, like, they know they're kind of... Well, I, I like their personality. Their personalities? I like their personalities. Who cares? You, but is that something you're breaking up with them? You're looking, yeah. on, <laughs> like, listen, you're looking on Tinder. Listen, Electro, it's not you... 
it's you. <laughs> I, I just don't feel a spark. Oh, well played. But they do join a lot. So they make the Sinister Six like they know they're kind of like lesser powered villains and can't really hold a candle to Spider-Man. And so they do unite a lot, which you don't see with a lot of other villains. I mean, you did see it in the 1966 Batman movie. Oh, where they all teamed up oh, on the submarine. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. that was great. Yeah, great. That was awesome. Yeah, I, do enjoy that I watched one. that last week. Yeah. It's fun. It's okay. But the, the reason I like Spider-Man as a, and similar to Batman, going up against these villains, because a lot of them are way overpowered compared to him. He, he should not beat them no. at all, but he always manages to, and I think that's what makes Spider-Man he's, a compelling yeah, he's character. Yeah, and he bounces back. Totally. And he always has fun nicknames for him and, and makes jokes at their expense of their physical features. Uh, Is he on Bacon Sale? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Spider-Man. <laughs> Which one? Oh, well, you Obviously. know. I think we all have a favorite. Yes, yeah. but what's going to happen here is is uh, Kent, Zach, and I have been hired to work at the oh, raft. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me mm, yes. straighten my tie. Clip on, clip on tie. Uh, yeah. If you don't know, by the way, the raft is a super maximum security prison for superpowered criminals located near Rikers Island in New York. It's run and operated by Shields, where they put the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this close to water? Because I can't swim. It's on water and sometimes underwater. Oh, I'm in trouble. That's why it's called the raft. How did I get this job? (laughs) We're kind of stuck there too. No, no, we get a ferry to go over there, and then you know, yeah. But like the thing is, like Arkham Asylum, they always break out. So we got fired from Arkham. Did we We do it? We totally got fired. Put everyone in the wrong prison. It's my fault. I fell in love twice. (laughs) Only twice. (laughs) Only twice. Who did you not fall in love with? Okay, well, actually, it was Harley Quinn. I didn't fall in love with. Okay, Mr. Freeze is so romantic. Do you know what they say? Cold skin, warm heart. <laughs> anyway, so what's going to happen is we have. A- <laughs> I like that I broke up with Electro and started a relationship with Mr. Freeze. <laughs> uh, so many puns. Uh, anyway, what's going to happen here is we, as the security guards, it's kind of a uh, all hands on deck triage type situation where Spider-Man is having a role out there. Oh, yeah. And he's bringing, he's starting to rope people in constantly. Go get him, so Tiger. So we, you know, we, we barely put someone away all of a sudden, ding dong, and we open up someone's webbed on our front porch. There's again. a doorbell on the raft? Of course. <laughs> how, how else would they, we know people are there? I feel like he just, he just drops them. He throws them in like a donut because it's kind of <laughs> donut shaped, you know? A little bit. Yeah. But what's going to happen is they wrapped up like in a a cocoon. Yes. Yeah. When they they come to us. So then it's up to us to hurry and throw them in one of these 18 prisons that we have. We only have so many rooms. We only have six tier one maximum securities, Mm -hmm. six tier two medium securities and six tier three minimum securities. And we have to agree as the trio of security guards go go by bacon cell rules. It's crazy. We're landlocked. Don't you know? (laughs) Yes. But as we put them in there, we're just throwing them in there, which means they have all their abilities, all their weapons, all their gadgets. Okay, all their weapons and gadgets? All their weapons, because we're just throwing them in there. And then Aren't they kind of like, oh, okay. We really should start there. confiscating their stuff. We won't. We can't, because Spider-Man really keeps bringing should. them in. So what we're going to do is jump through all 18 of these and decide which ones we're putting in which level of security based on their uh, dangerousness. Because mm-hmm. it's not like which villain do we like the most or which villain Kent thinks is the prettiest. It's which one do we think needs to be in maximum security? Craven lately? I don't know what it is. It's the mustache. You've been craving him? <laughs> wow. I ain't lying. Oh. <laughs> what? Are we? I, We're I'm just happy it. to have the lights back on, I <laughs> think. so great. This yeah. is happier than I thought it'd be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, Zach, let's jump through these real quick, and uh, we'll give some backstory on each of these so you can get an idea of what they look like and who they are. Now, for everyone, they may be from the MCU, and Joel, I don't know if you have the origins from the MCU, but I'm generally going off of comic book and the 1994 Spider-Man animated series, which has a similar mm-hmm. origin for most of these and characters. We should clarify, yes, there are multiple different origin stories. Generally, we're going to go with the with the alter ego that is most popular right. and the backstory that is most popular. Totally. So because of our age. Yes. Well, because just due say, to our age. Yes. Due to our age, because we saw the 90s cartoon. Yes. yes. <laughs> our first villain being dropped. Oh, there he is. Hold on. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> we have. You can add that in post. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> chameleon? Who? Yes. Wait, who? Ch- chameleon? So, Chameleon is actually Spider Man's first ever antagonist. Mm-hmm. He was in number one back in 1963, Spider Man number one. And he is a man who has a, a life. Okay, depends which origin story you're going sure. with. Sure. But he can have a lifelike mask. He can create a lifelike mask of anyone he meets, and he can mimic any voice he hears. Or he can have a malleable face. Yeah. Or he can have a belt that does electronic impulses sure. that allows him to appear differently. Yeah. But he can essentially he takes the form of anyone he wants. He's an interesting character. He generally wears just a white plain mask. 
Yes. And he usually doesn't speak unless he is in character. Yeah. His name is Dmitry Anatoly Nik- Nikolaevich Smedyakov. Yep. Did you read that backwards? I just like summoned that a one room and Yeah, know, absolutely. He is a terrorist and a crime lord. And generally, his thing is like uh, all these villains, they love to rob banks. Yes. But he likes to use others' identities to ruin their reputation. That's what he did with Spider-Man. And I think it's in, in yeah. his first appearance, maybe. Yeah. He, dre- he dressed up as Spider-Man, acted like Spider-Man, and framed Spider-Man. Yeah. And because like he may try to like blackmail us or threaten us. And he may try to impersonate us and be like, like, for example, Zach is in the cell now all of a sudden. Wow. How did Zach get there? I know. But then you're right next to us. I think he is super low level. I'll just start it easy. This, what if this... he turns into a pretty girl? Oh, no. Uh-huh. You can still look at pretty girls behind bars, Kent. <laughs> that sounded weird. That's life. That sounded Advice. weird. Anyone From up for Joel. a pen pal? No. <laughs> No, we we should say like the minimum security is like you know typical prison bars. Yeah, like maybe even be a glass wall. It's like like, it's like the little prison cell from the show You. (laughs) And then uh, the minimum security is like or the middle security, intermediate security. That's like it's tough. That's like a metal door. Yeah, maybe, but there's like you know a hatch you can get food through. Right. And then like maximum security is like the specialized built for them. Yeah, with plexiglass. Yeah. Very hard to escape out of. So Chameleon, to me, is mostly harmless. I'm thinking we can easily throw him into a tier three I, you know basic what? cell. I, I agree with you. And okay. We don't even have accents, accents this time, but I'm agreeing with you. What were our accents last time? They were like Brooklyn. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is off the coast of Rikers Island. No, I said we don't have accents this time. <laughs> Spider-Man. We couldn't hold them last Spider-Man, time. Spider-Man, quit dropping these off. But uh, Guard Kent, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, let's throw uh, him in guard minim- Zach. minimum security. It's raft approved. I uh, uh, yes, let's put him in security level three. That is minimum. <laughs> I think the chameleon took over Zach. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving chronologically through Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery, we oh. now have the Vulture, aka Adrian Toomes, first introduced in May 1963. By the way, great year, 63 through 66. Most of the villains we know now were introduced and created by Stanley and Steve Ditko. Most of them too. Now, Vulture is, I mean, depending which incarnation you go with. Uh, he's a green costume. He's got wings, uh, sometimes mechanical, sometimes yeah. look more organic. Adrian Toomes. Yeah. If you had a name like that, wouldn't you become a villain? Ah, <laughs> but his first incarnation was actually the character is Isidoro Scarlatti, which was an Italian scientist, which you may remember was in Spider-Man, the most recent one, Across the Spider-Verse. They had that kind of oh, that's true. cool animated uh, Italian version of Vulture. So his origin, he started a company, but his partner was embezzling funds. So this is Adrian Toomes. When he confronted him, uh, Adrian Toomes was fired instead. And so he decided to build a wingsuit to steal yeah, he has his a, former partner. And that's it. Yeah. Well, he has an anti-graviton generator yeah. as his harness that allows him to fly, hover silently. But he also has a superhuman strength and genius intelligence. He, his physical strength, it says here, represents the upper limits in human development. And when he doesn't have the harness on, his powers start to fade. Yeah, it's just a conniving old man, so, essentially, at that point. There. Spider-Man just threw him in here, webbed up. He's yeah. unconscious. Have you guys ever had a fly trapped in your car? Oh, it's so annoying. It is, but it's not getting out. Yeah, but like, if I had the vulture trapped in my car, I would open like two windows to hope that he just flies out on his own. <laughs> like, I would actually leave the windows open, maybe in the raft, just so he leaves. But in a prison-type situation, yeah, flight's great, no, dude. What are you going to do his, in, like, a cell that's 8 by 8 crimes are disturbing the peace, racketeering, and vandalism. <laughs> yeah. I'm, once again, going to put him in a really thin cage. This is a Tier 3 yeah, once he can, again. He can reach through the bars all he wants. I'm giving this a uh, minimum security also. They, the wings grant him superhuman strength. Yeah. Superhuman strength, but also the upper limits in human development. So he's a really strong guy, but even a really strong guy can't bend bars. You know what a really strong guy is? Hmm. Batman. He can't bend iron bars. He would get out a different way. Oh my gosh, he always it's will. Batman. Fine. Although, although I will say this, he does have the mechanical wings. He probably could knock down the walls or, yeah. or break out in that way. No, he could. And we'll just but put him back in. I think He's easy to catch. I, I think we've got bigger threats on here than Vulture. I think we should just get a giant metal fly swatter that just like hits him. Lots. I think we just put something shiny on one of the walls and he'll run full <laughs> speed into it. <laughs> Sad. Oh, it's another Vulture. Boom. Uh, Vulture will be going into our minimum security. Guys, I'm feeling pretty safe about the raft right now. I feel like we've saved some room. So in the, far, in the so tougher good. Is cells. it time for our hot chocolate break? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, so cold out here. Spider-Man, who's coming in? We're going to go on a break. Yeah. 
Oh, here we go. We've got Dr. Otto Gunther Octavius. Oh, no. Doc Ock himself. First introduced in July 1963. Now, he uh, he is a highly intelligent myopic, meaning nearsighted, and somewhat stocky mad scientist who has four strong and durable appendages resembling an octopus's tentacles. So these are mechanical arms that come out from him, and they're able to do all sorts of uh, harm. Now, right. Ken, how did he come to be, though? Like, why is he a villain if he's just a scientist? Well, you see, he had a really bad upbringing, right? And that's going to add some trauma, right? Usually does. <laughs> that's all. No, he, he was, was a He was raised by mean octopuses. He was a teacher's Octopi. pet. Like, he really wanted to prove how smart he was. And that truly is how he became so brilliant. But it was an accidental radiation leak that ended up with that explosion. And then the metal arms become fused to his body. Yeah. And the thing is... It's not only like, oh, I've got metal arms. They also damaged his brain and made him more evil. Because generally when we see versions of a Doc Ock, mm -hmm. it is as a, a mentor to Peter Parker. Yeah. And then he becomes delirious. He becomes a mad scientist. And the arms own him, essentially. Well, demented, but not demented enough that he didn't almost marry Aunt May. Yeah. What? Yeah. Comic thing. Comics are weird. They are weird. But she, he didn't end up marrying her. I mean, uh, I get it. But also, uh, because of his constant battles with uh, Spider-Man, uh, he had to be treated for acute arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. Spider scary. <laughs> but he is the founder and core leader of the Sinister Six, which are like, you know, the, the mm -hmm. bad guy club um, in Spider-Man's world. He has been an anti-hero at mm -hmm. times. He's helped out Spider-Man occasionally. But he is a formidable foe. Yeah, he really is. He, those those arms are going to be dangerous. Because even if, let's arms. say, Spider-Man brought him in and, and had him webbed and everything, right? Had him all covered up. There are some villains here where you could just take off like a, a spiky tail or something and, and they're kind of harmless. Mm -hmm. You cannot get those arms off of Doc Ock. They will always break free. Oh, you can. It'd just be a little messy. Mm, we are not equipped to do We're that. We're not there. That's like next level training. Is that yeah, next training? I don't training? have tweezers big enough. We'll have to call our supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> Can we extract Doc Ock's arms, please? No. You know, and I don't know if he is a straight up murderer, but at the same time, he's experienced mm. tragedy in his life. He has nothing left to lose, and he's really good at manipulation. Like I think he would break out no matter where we put him. I've given my vote early on. Joel, where do you I'll think he first. belongs? I do think he is a maximum security type prison. I think he's. I think why the bull cut. The bowl cut alone, <laughs> he, I don't even want to look at that. And so Apologies to the listener with the bowl cut. <laughs> no, but I, I think he is one of the most, if not the arch uh, villain of Spider-Man. And I think Spider-Man would appreciate it if we put him in maximum security. Because like you said, he's going to get out probably. Mm -hmm. But that at least would make it much harder for him and allow Spider-Man some time. You know, I like your passive-aggressive comment there. Uh, he is billed as the secondary antagonist in the Spider-Man franchise so from the villain wiki. He's much older than others and uh, been around much longer and proved himself yeah, to be much more he's old, formidable. He's but secondary Save antagonist. Save it for our Venom versus Doc Ock oh, show. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not Venom. It's not Venom. You don't think Venom is his arch nemesis? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Those are the three. No, but... You're, nine, you're like one of those kids that watch the 90s cartoons, so I'm like, you're totally in the Venom train. Oh, no, no, no. That was that was someone else. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> We're own conversations here. Zach, do you... Can I join? Is he a tier one security prisoner? Maximum security. Is he a tier one villain? Yeah. Yes. Does he deserve maximum security? Also, yes. I totally agree. Okay. Yeah. I hear, he I'm needs afraid to be locked up and he'll still get out. I think he'll manipulate well, all of us. I think he's going to have one of those, it's going to be one of those chains on the wall type situation, mm -hmm. you know, where they have their wrists bound, but he's also going to have all the other forearms as well bound and his legs bound. So he's going to be locked Ooh. up. Also, octopi can get through holes as long as they're the size of their beak. Wait, so he's going to squirm? They're <laughs> cephalopods. He doesn't. He has an internal bone structure. I don't know if you knew this, but in, the, in this canon, he is now a cephalopod. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, Dr. Cephalopod. Terrifying. He, uh, uh, he can get to the opening <laughs> the size of his bowl cut. Uh, we, that's it. <laughs> we will be submitting Dr. Just, Otto Octavius to uh, maximum security. I hate to get rid of the space, but we need to do it. I think he's, a, he's one that needs to be in there. Yeah. Next we have Sandman. Uh, now, Sandman first came on the scene in 1963, so still that same era. September. He wears a green striped shirt and gray pants. His name is either William Baker or Flint Marco. Yeah, Flint Marco know. is the one we know. Yeah. Uh, but he was a small-time crook who became a supervillain after his body merged with sand. Yeah, he actually escaped a prison and ended up on a beach. And there was it was it the beach was a nuclear testing site. And then his body in the, 
and the sand bonded and changed the, changed his molecular <laughs> they, structure. They bonded sand. and they were they just bonded over these forever. Over yeah, like, it's like a real hey, coming of age story. Do you do you like the Detroit Lions? Yeah, I do. And they bonded. <laughs> so uh, his crimes consist of murder, assault, and mutilation. He's generally shown as an anti-hero in the comic books, right? Like, he, there's a reason yeah. he's a bad guy. He just wants to save his daughter. He's even been an Avenger at, at one point in the yeah. comics, which was kind of weird. His abilities, he can shapeshift. He can increase his durability and strength. He can lift up to 85 tons, create dust storms. Basically, his body is sand. Even his clothes are sand. Yeah. He can color them. But then he can disappear, reappear, reform. It's all sorts of now, stuff. Now, here's the problem. I think he is a tier two villain. But I'm wondering because he's sand and sand gets everywhere. Uh, I don't like I hate, sand. I hate sand. I, I'm worried about the kind of whatever cell we put him in. It needs to be locked down tight. Basically, the size of his beak is substantially smaller. May I make a point of order here? Holes. Yes. He's getting out. There's no point in trying to keep him in. I'm putting him in. A, I want to put him in minimum security. <laughs> What a no, what a Joel, we don't, attitude, we don't Joel. want him to get out. This is no, you lock I'm him saying down. he's gonna get out no matter where you put him and out wasting a maximum security slot on him because no, he's no, gonna no. he's gonna get out no, through no, the Joel, vents. Hear me out. Mason jar, giant mason jar. There's no air. We just <laughs> seal it up tight. Does he need to breathe? Mm, the sand breathe. I don't know. Oh, that's a deep thought. <laughs> I think we don't want people to get this. Our job is on the line. Dude, Joel. I've only been we here went, a week. We went from maybe he's in minimum security to get a mason jar. <laughs> a big one. Uh, is that maximum then? Is, is the mason jar maximum security? <laughs> we actually, it's what we call it. The Just mason jar. Throw the him mason, in the big mason, in the mason jar. jar. <laughs> See, I actually have him in maximum or medium security prison. I think medium would be too easy. I almost think he needs to be maximum because he needs to be sealed tight. He does. No, here's the problem, though. He does need to be sealed tight. Here's the problem. If we have a mason jar, no, really, if we have a minimum security cell that has a sprinkler on the ceiling, we have him under control. Because if he turns into mud... Wet sand can still move, Ken. No, that's one of his weaknesses. If he gets wet or electrified, he's done for. Ken, have you ever stepped in wet sand... It's, it's it goes hard right up to your move. ankles and it's hard to get out. It's it's more tough. Yeah, but he doesn't move as quick. He really easy quick. to contain. I'm just saying he's gonna get out of the vents anyway. We might as well put no, him. No, we in don't the, want him to get out. He can get through the bars. Zach, I need you on the, with me on this one. We need to try and not let him get out. I think he's a maximum. You guys are security. much more dedicated to this job you're than I am. Fire Joel. I, I'm a I'm a temp, Kent. Oh, he's, why are you what are you doing at the raft? <laughs> I'm I just need this job to help my daughter. <laughs> he's on probation oh, from what he did at Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I'm worried they're gonna put Joel in the mason jar. <laughs> I think, like, I think he's maximum. I think he's maximum, too. You guys are wasting a maximum yeah, slot on Sandman. on Sandman. A sympathetic villain who's yeah, going to no, get out no matter what we do. That's the problem, but still, he needs to be sealed. Tier 3 villain, tier 1 danger. All right, you guys, you can waste a slot on him. I, I, we don't have to agree. Maximum security. It's your jobs. I'm going to get promoted. Next, we have Dr. Kurt Connors, the lizard. Oh. He first appeared in Spider-Man number six in November of 1963. He's a feral anthropomorphic lizard who wears a lab coat. He was Peter Parker's college professor. He was originally an army surgeon, and he lost his right arm from an explosion. And then he went on to study reptilian DNA to see how the reptiles could regrow limbs. He injected himself with a toxin and then became the lizard. Spidey even gave him a serum to stop him from being the lizard, but he's still kind of, it's a Jekyll and Hyde sort of thing. He still transforms when he mm-hmm. suffers from stress or a chemical reaction. And he he does have superhuman strength, uh, regeneration abilities, meaning if he gets yeah. injured, he can he can get better. Right. He also has been shown as being able to telepathically command all reptiles within a one-mile radius. He'd well, be good in a bracket. A one-mile radius, Kent. We, That's pretty re- far. How, I know, but how many reptiles do you think we have in a mile of us right now? There is no reptiles in the, in the water. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to talk to him. <laughs> is that the noise you make when trying to talk to reptiles? I'm mentally holding uh, on to their tails. Dr. Connors. <laughs> oh, they ripped off. Oh, no. Dr. Connors is also one of the few people that know, spoiler alert, that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. What? what? We don't even know that. I've heard rumors. <laughs> I was on a train once. <laughs> I was a little kid. This guy made a really, I, really like intense face. I handed him his mask after. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So I think he'd be tough to deal with because of his speed and his really thick skin. I don't know, but if we put like a warm rock in his room, I think he'll be good. Or just keep it cold and slow him down. <gasps> so oh. wait, turn up the AC and he's so wait, cold blooded. Here I am trying to keep the villains comfortable. You want to make him cold? I've, I I want to slow him down. Joel doesn't rock, even, he'll fall asleep. Joel doesn't even want this job. 
<laughs> I didn't say that. I'm sabotage. I just want to help my daughter. Jill's a temp. We, I am a temp. We're all temp. Okay, let's face okay. it. I I've always wanted a pet iguana, and I mainly work on the medium security Blah. level. Do you? Yeah. Who puts that? That puts me in minimum or maximum. I'll let you argue amongst yourselves. I do think he'd eventually escape because I think he'd shed his skin, and we'd be like, "Oh, he's in there." Works. Wait, he wouldn't be that stressed because we would be taking such good care of him. He'd still be in there though. If he sheds his skin, there'd be two of them in there. This (laughs) this plan doesn't work, Kent. (laughs) What do you think happens when they shed their skin? You go through walls. It's a portal. (laughs) Obviously, yeah. You become temporarily snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, snakes have portals. Anyway, <laughs> so much for a short show. I think medium, uh, medium security. I think minimum. minimum, minimum. Yeah, this well, guy is a ravenous beast. You want to give him medium? I'm gonna give him medium. Okay, I'm good Joel with that. Don't I say medium? Yeah, just so, make him cold. Yeah. So we we have a thermostat on the side of the cell. Yep. We just turn it down a little bit. Cold blooded guys. Can That's start the difference from minimum minimum to medium. Not enough to kill him, but just enough to slow him down. No, tell the tell the temp agency. I'll call them back. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are going to medium security for the lizard. Next, we have Electro. Maxwell Dillon. It's Electro. Boogie Oogie Oogie. First appeared in Spider-Man number nine in February 1964. Uh, he's, I mean, if you, if you want a visual of this guy looks like, he's gone through a lot of different looks. Like a yellow and green costume with like yellow lightning bolts coming off his mask. I mean, he's, Real he's dabbled in looking like an American gladiator. To Jamie Foxx looking like really bad blue CGI. Yeah, strange skin condition. Yeah. I love when your electricity can fix your tooth gap. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how they're fixed. It's In the movie, out. he just wanted a friend. In the comics, he was an electrical engineer, and apparently electrical engineers repair power lines because he was struck by lightning while he was. He didn't die, but he became a living electrical capacitor. Yeah. His powers range from shooting electricity bolts to flight and superhuman strength and speed. When he's fully charged. When he's fully charged. Yes. He can also d- deliver a jolt of up to 100,000 volts. So Spider-Man defeated him by using a fire hose and wearing rubber gloves. Not super tough. I feel like we could do that. We have those standard issues. Joel, I'm a little worried about what league you're in with some of these villains. Have you ever licked a battery? Yes. It's not fun. Yeah, but it's also like... I'm not going to lick a prisoner either. (laughs) You kind of just go, ugh. You ever accidentally electrocuted yourself? Yes. I mean, it's it's, it's bad. It's real bad. However... Do you trust us? If we just put him in the basement away from any sort of electricity, truly a Faraday cage... A minimum Faraday, well, actually medium Faraday cage would probably take care of him. So you're not on your phone during your breaks? <sighs> no, he's getting You guys are out. allowed your phones? They took mine before we got to the well. round. Easy temp. <laughs> uh, I, I was playing I, Tune Blast. I'm, I'm, medium <laughs> security. I'm medium security on this one as well. I think no bars because he could definitely shock you through those, but you put him behind him uh, in a Faraday cage, metal door sure. type situation. I think that could work. So I think medium security is probably going to be I'd go fine. medium as well. Medium's fine. Okay, we are putting Electro in the medium security. Welcome, sir. <laughs> Welcoming our prisoners? I work on the second floor, thank you. I guess I'm going to work down in minimum security. That is seems- Zach the secretary? Zach, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kent's up in maximum. He's answering the door. Thanks, Spidey. <laughs> Ding dong, what do we have here? <laughs> oh, looks like we have Mysterio. Dumbest costume? All right. Uh, he was first appeared in Spider-Man number 13 in June 1964. He wears a green costume, purple cape, and a fishbowl on his head. That's specifically why it. We, why are you hating on the fishbowl? I'm not hating his, on the... It's, I, it's I hate it. It's a cool No, I hate yes. it. It's dumb. Why do you hate it's it? It's from the 60s, and it looks stupid. So his name is... Uh, so are you. <gasps> what? From the 80s? Okay. His name is Quentin Beck, and he was a special effects expert and stuntman who wanted to be an actor, but nobody liked him. So then he just decided to use his special effects knowledge for notoriety. Do you remember the movie FX? Yeah. Yeah. And FX2? Yeah. About the the special effects guys who mm-hmm. help fight crime? This is right. the opposite of that. He doesn't have any superhuman abilities, but he's a master of illusion who uses special effects and hypnosis and an extensive knowledge of chemistry and robotics to trick his Il- enemies. Illusions, Michael. Illusions, Michael. His gloves can emit uh, hallucinogenic gases. So which, is, which his plexiglass helmet does protect him from. Right. He has a holographic projector to create 3D illusions. What else can you say about Mysterio? You can say that he's going to minimum security. Well, I know. Let's talk about this because his true talent is he makes his enemies believe things that aren't real and make faulty decisions based on that information. But he could trick the three of us. But we know it's coming. We know what we're looking for. It's like, hey. Yeah, but we, we knew that in uh, Spider-Man um, Far From Home and people still got into that character, right? We knew that there was a twist I, there. I just think that with the, with the gas that could escape from his wrists and the ability he has with robotics, he could have something on him. 
I think we got to put them at least minim, medium but, security. But don't you think security. that gas is still getting through a medium security cell? Maybe, but it's a little oh, more secure. Shoot. I don't want to put this guy in max, though. No, we no, need, no, no. We no, need no. the mason no. jar, Joel. <laughs> we need to save the Keep mason the gas jar in for the really scary Maximum mobs. security mason no, jars. No, I think he looks so stupid. And I think like he would try to fake his own death because he's actually, that's one of his abilities. I think he'd be like, oh, I'm dying. And we'd try to like maybe trick us to come into the cell and let him out or something like that. I, I don't think any of us would believe it. Right. None of us would believe what's going Except on there. Except for that was that there was that part in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home when it, he's like he would get he got him to walk in front of a train. Remember that? Mm-hmm. But we've been temps at this place for a while. We know the setting. We know what's up. We know there's no trains in the raft. Zach. Yeah. What if all of a sudden there's water underneath you? Oh, I'm so afraid of water. Zach, I, I what, if rabies. All, what if all of a sudden your hair falls out and then mangoes are in your mouth? Ah, I'm swelling. <laughs> <laughs> We're, 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 sca- we're scoping Je- Zach's horror right ah, now. Dr. Matt, come on in. What no, is this, ketchup I, and eggs? I'm going to give him medium as well. I was thinking minimum, but I don't think it's enough. I think I think we need a little extra barrier protection against like, him. I think we need it to be medium so that we... There needs to be like three locks so that we don't open the door. I buy that. He's on my floor. Yep, you're getting a lot of care. We're, we're putting a lot of medium, Zach. How, your floor's getting filled up. Uh-oh. Well, with that, if we were to putting... Uh, Mysterio goes to a level two medium security. Uh, I'm now half full or half empty, depending on your outlook on life. Hmm. So depending on what you want your fish bowl. Well, we're temps in the raft. What do you think our outlook on life is? <laughs> we got fired from Arkham. <laughs> My life's not going too good for us. We got fired out of a whole universe. We had to go Aww. to a completely different universe. <laughs> and a lesser cartoon. <laughs> we didn't even get to X-Men. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, next season. <laughs> Just dropped off. We have, oh, hello, Mr. Green Goblin. Norman Osborn. Oh, now, okay. Green Goblin came out in Spider-Man number 14 in July of 1964. He wears a green costume underneath a bulletproof chainmail. He wears a green costume underneath bulletproof chainmail with an overlapping purple tunic. He has His mask is a built-in filter, by the way, to keep him safe from gas. Because sometimes... He's wearing a mask, mm-hmm. but sometimes he's an actual goblin. Yeah. Depending on which I know, the, version the, you're going with. All the different, yeah, we're not going to talk about multiverses. What's his origin, Kent? Well, he's uh, from the villain wiki, commonly the main antagonist of the Spider-Man franchise and often a major antagonist of the Avengers. Once he ingested a serum that increased his physical abilities, but also drove him to insanity. Yeah, no, he's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's bad. He is a, a business owner, a politician. He's like Lex Luthor with superpower, superhuman abilities. Yeah. And what he's done and to... A, and an alternate personality. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, he definitely has a lot of powers, but he's had such a pivotal role in killing a lot of people close to Peter Parker. Well, yeah, because, I mean, initially he was just a normal man who had gadgets and a costume. But as the franchise has changed and grown, he's became kind of a monster, mm-hmm. and, like an actual monster. And he uses incendiary pumpkin bombs and ghost bombs. And he has boomerang like throwing weapons with razor bats. So it's like it's kind of a Halloween yep. theme going on mm-hmm. here. And he can also shock people with uh, 10,000 volts with these uh, little gloves he has on. I can also shock you by saying minimum security. For Green Goblin? Tier one villain. First of all, I love that segue. Secondly, you're wrong. No, tier one villain. Abilities. He can punch through glass, bend metal, run at superhuman speeds, can fall several stories, and be fined. <sighs> bend Zach, metal? The mere fact that he has pumpkin bombs probably on his person. His hobbies are killing. That is not minimal. <laughs> <laughs> his hobbies are killing Wait, and are you reading his Tinder profile? <laughs> well, like you know, killing and listen, long walks he was out beach. of my age range, so... <laughs> Wow, six foot one, huh? Uh, yeah. No, he's, Even without the rubber suit, he's incredibly dangerous well, as a person. Like, and he has money, and he can bribe anyone. I think it is a maximum security prison for a, for a tier one villain. I think Green Goblin is one of the reasons the raft was built. We need to get him in maximum immediately. Absolutely. Zach, you don't want him on your level. We will have you want him on Zach's level. Mr. Or Kent's level. Mr. Osborne will be going to maximum security. Don't call him Mr. Osborne. That's my level? Yeah, you're on max. Do you just give the key to everyone on your level? The we, key to the cell? Only on Pizza Friday. <laughs> hey, I, Fitness? <laughs> I got a thing. Watch yourselves. Spider-Man's super annoyed with us. Next up, we have Craven the Hunter being dropped off. So Craven first appeared in August of 1964. Sergei Kraven. He's a former Russian aristocrat and a big game hunter, always looking for the next big hunt. His abilities came after he met a witch doctor named Calypso. 
Calypso and drank herbal potions. In some origins, he got a lion bite, but really, it really, it really came down to a witch doctor. Yeah. And he's just real beefed up. Hold on, he got a lion bite? In some, yeah, in some. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a, was it like a radioactive lion? Yeah. Do you yeah, know how when he said when he got bit? Ooh, e, ooh, ah, ah. Because <laughs> the witch doctor? Yeah, no, I yeah, got it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Craven, his character is kind of based on, uh, and he referred to it in the first appearance, the most dangerous game, which you've not read that short story. It's, it's real good. Uh, the most dangerous game, but he is skilled in hand to hand combat. He uses that, uh, magic jungle potion as it's called to increase his speed, strength and tracking skills. Mm-hmm. Even without the powers, he's an Olympic level athlete. Yeah. And he's, he's go- and- he, This is one that scares me. He has a great knowledge of pressure points. Both oh. in the anatomy of humans and in many animals. Oh, you got beat up by your brother too. Pressure yeah. points, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. And one thing that's different about him than a lot of Spider-Man villains, he's obsessive about achieving his goals. Well, and he's he will not quit. He thinks Spider-Man is the ultimate game. Yes. He wants to hunt Spider-Man. Yeah. That being said, I am not the ultimate game. I am not a formidable foe. Hey, he, doesn't, he doesn't care about me. I <laughs> think you are quite a catch. Thank you. You've you, got game. Yeah. <laughs> you, can come, f- you can come to Pizza Friday, Zach. Yeah. Don't go down there. Joel's got the riz. <laughs> Joel, you're fodder, though. We're all fodder to get out of the raft. Yeah, but he at will the same get time, out. he is not super, like, super, super strong. You put him in minimum security, what's he going to do? What's he going to do to get out of that cage? Everything. He is, he's incredibly strong. I think he gets out. I think you let him As out. As stated before, incredibly strong does not bend iron bars. He, so his magic jungle potion will wear out eventually. Just saying. No, that's just him. He, he doesn't have to guy. keep drinking if you it. Lock up an Olympian, if you lock up an Olympian, they'll stay in the gel Superhuman cell. senses, strength, speed, stamina, durability, and reflexes. So he'll just be very aware of his minimum security cell. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, honestly, like he's, he's a mighty hunter. What's he going to hunt in a gel cell? Be like, oh, you're right there. I can track you. you, you I, I just found keep walking you. back and forth. Yeah. Like, I haven't moved. Sir. He's going he's gonna to do that thing no, uh, where Joel, I walk by the cage. He's going to pace I'm back and forth and stare at me. Your prison, your jail cell is made out of pipe cleaners. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing for the basement. <laughs> I, I think we need medium here. He is a medium villain for a medium cell. I think we've already used half of our medium And slots. I think I'm, I'm putting him in minimum security. I think, I think bars are good <sighs> enough for Craven the Hunter. You're dead. I'm not dead. Please don't die. I agree with minimum. We're going to go minimum oh, on this man. one. Minimum security for Craven the Hunter. Welcome, sir. May I have your coat? Well, welcome, uh, Mr. Kravenoff. We are halfway through. Okay. Allegedly. I don't know how mm-hmm. many villains Spider-Man is dropping off. Yeah, we, sh- we should also clarify. We're not <laughs> But doing, I have a feeling listen, he's half done. We're halfway done with our shift. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> our shift is half over. <laughs> we're the worst we're not working security overtime. guards ever. Uh, no, we should clarify. We're not doing all the rogues in Spider-Man's gallery. We're, we're not even doing all the, the the core ones. Right. We found the ones that we felt were were worth talking about and mm-hmm. want to talk about of the main villains that he deals with. Right. So there are plenty out there that we're not going to be talking For about. For example, we're about to skip Beetle. Sorry about that. Yeah. I don't. Most know audiences did the blue one recently. Oh, dang. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dating the episode. Just to check in, we now have three villains in maximum security three villains in medium security and three villains in minimum oh we're halfway through our list look at we're halfway through our uh, capacity LCD works this pleases me that's what one, one of the reasons i fought for minimum on the last one now we have scorpion so get over here <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't resist yeah uh, scorpion first appeared in spider-man number 20 in 1965 he wears a th- full body battle suit composed of two layers of light steel mesh separated by a thin layer of insulated rubber it looks like a scorpion matt gargan was a private investigator hired by j jonah jameson to find out how peter parker gets such good pictures of spider-man and then he was hired by jameson to test out a barely tested process that endows him with the scorpion's powers but that treatment affected his mind driving him insane he then tried to kill J. Jonah Jameson, but Spider-Man saved J. Jonah, J. Jonah, J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Jameson. He's a menace! So, J. Jonah Jameson being like the biggest antagonist for Spider-Man that's not on this list because he's not a supervillain. He's no. just a, a publisher. Uh, he's just the media. So he has... He was given, <laughs> Don't trust him. <laughs> I, I actually did not know that J. Jonah Jameson was responsible for the creation of Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Like that was like, what the heck, yeah, man? It's pretty dirty. Yeah, but uh, the Scorpion has uh, the strength of a scorpion, a very big scorpion, I should I should add right there. Uh, <laughs> that, why does it sound so lame? Well, it's literally Spider-Man's powers. <laughs> no, and then he has he has very similar powers to Spider-Man, but he also has this tail, which used to be like a simple club right. or a scythe, but now it's turned into like it can shoot lasers and acid. acid right. And uh, he has a very strong grip because he has uh, scorpion pincers. Pinchers, pincers. Mm-hmm. 
and he's just very, very and tall. Very, his tail can whip up to ninety miles per hour, and it can nay nay. <laughs> whip, <laughs> nay nay. So, I mean, he will have a suit on, but if he doesn't have the suit, uh, he would die because his mutation uh, still affects him. So he always needs the suit. Although the tail, I feel like we need to do something about that tail. No, that's the thing is he needs a specialized cage yeah. because he is dangerous if that tail gets going 90 miles an hour. He's Honestly, emotionally same. Yeah, he's emotionally disturbed. He's irrational. He has an explosive temper. I think we need to put Scorpion in maximum security. But he's a tier three villain. But he's a dangerous I tier three villain. I think we've got other guys to yeah. worry about. Tier two. Tier two. We need him just strong enough. And I'm staying really far away from those. This is Zach's walls. floor. Yeah. I am I am more afraid of what else he might Spider-Man might bring us to. Yeah. I'm and gonna Scorpion. say I'm gonna say he, we go medium. Medium. I I disagree. Scorpion goes to medium security, sir. Next we have Rhino. Alexei Milik There's a demon. Mikhailovich Sestivik. He first appeared in, in issue number 41 in October 1966. He's a Russian thug who was given rhinoceros modeled armor and then dosed with radiation treatments, mm-hmm. which merged him. Well, it depends. Either he's well, put in the suit or he's given the treatments and got that. Generally, the skin. origin is when he had those toxins, his skin and body grew along with the strength. So his yeah. skin became really thick and he got really strong. He does have a suit over the top, mm-hmm. but he's really that size. Yeah. Like he didn't grow a rhino horn. That's no. part of the suit. He does, and he does have the razor sharp horn. He has thick hide. Uh, he has superhuman strength, stamina, durability, speed, and longevity. But he is also really known for being dim witted. He's that's it. He's kind of a dumb. dumb villain. Yeah, he uh, he's just kind of a, a juggernaut type. Right? Yes, point him in the right direction, and he'll cause damage. No, literally, yes. literally one direction because. Well, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Sorry, hey, uh, the story of his life. Uh, no, really, if you played any Spider-Man game, he will choose one direction to ram things, and that's usually the point in the boss battle when he. His horn gets stuck in the wall, and you yeah. start wailing on him, right? But he so, charges, and he can kill you. Yeah, but here's the thing. A room with pillowed walls would stop this guy, right? He would run at the wall. There's, like, love sacks on the ground. He'd probably trip because he's so dumb. Pillowed walls. But, no, that's the thing is he still has that horn, Kent. He can rip through the love sacks. He can rip through the pillowed walls. Unlike a juggernaut from the X-Men, he doesn't need to gain momentum to cause damage with that horn. So I, I think this is medium security for me. Oh, we're almost done with medium. Yeah. Then. Four I Four and medium. He is that strong. I think he could easily get through uh, Joel's uh, pipe cleaners. And so I think putting him <laughs> in. Uh, They're iron bars. <laughs> they just I have, think, no, they do. We just put the fuzz around them during pizza Fridays. <laughs> it's festive. Okay, I'll go with medium. Medium security. We have five in medium security. We have one remaining. Medium security. Oh slot. no. Next up is Shocker. Hello, Shocker. That's a surprise. <laughs> so he first appeared in uh, issue number 46 in 1967. He's a small time criminal with powerful mechanical gloves that can shock you. Is this the deep impact to Electro's Armageddon? Like, does anyone yeah, care about Shocker as much? I, I like that analogy. Yeah. Well, Shocker did appear in the movies as well. Yeah. Uh, Sort Very of. briefly. I still have not quite unpacked what you just said, Kent, about <laughs> Deep Impact. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. You I'm get not it, right? You, no, you I, get I'm, it? No, you've lost me. Twinner winner. But he is a safe cracker, and he has these gauntlets that produce these powerful mm-hmm. shock waves. Uh, his name's Herman Schultz, by the way. Yeah, really scary name. Herman Schultz. <laughs> but he's a skilled inventor, engineer, martial artist, and acrobat. So he's not just a dumb guy with gloves. He has some talents outside of those. But these shockwaves, they don't really kill people. They just push them back really far. They uh, Well, okay. So when his, when his gauntlets are activated uh, by a pump action thumb trigger, mm-hmm. by the way, they can project a concentrated blast of compressed air that vibrates at an intense frequency. Right. So, But do you know how Spider-Man beat him? He webbed his thumbs to keep him from pressing the triggers on the gauntlets. That's it. Control his thumbs. He's already wrapped in, in a, a cocoon. But if you put him in an iron cage, he can do some damage between the bars. If you put him in a cell with a metal door... I think it would just be, medium honestly, like a tuning fork. I think he would try to hit the walls of the cage, and they would go... But that's it. I don't think they'd break. Like what happened to Venom at the end of Spider-Man 3. I think we need to put him... I think don't think we can get rid of another medium. He is a tier 3 I villain. I think we need to clear out the mediums with Shocker. Cause I no. Don't, I, don't, I, I don't think there's... There's more that needs Listen, to be maximum. Lame suit, lame character, lame cell. Shocker, Kent. Morbius is coming up. Are you sure about that? Oh, the living vampire that we can put near a window in a <laughs> cell? 
Okay. Uh, minimum? Zach, what do you think? Medium? Minimum For or medium? I say medium. Do you want the company or you want to throw them in the basement? I guess we'll go with medium. Oh, bad idea. I mean, it does. Oh, no. It's a bad idea. It's plastic. Over on the medium. <sighs> we're, a, we're a really strong plexiglass over here. So uh, just to clarify again. So obviously my level is iron bars. I'm confused about what the minute, minute, medium level has versus what medium, the maximum has. I think we have some defenses against their powers, but not like ultimate ones. It's not like airtight. What's maximum then? Oh, maximum is built specifically There's like the custom, mason jar. Custom tuned. Custom prison cells. Okay. Yeah. So the padded walls, you were, is that a maximum? Uh, well, it would have to have like you know, six we, feet. We of, can install that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I put it in. Myself. I just want to set clear boundaries here. I think Ken, Ken is morphing almost every prison to pipe cleaners <laughs> and padded walls and mason jars. Listen, we're decorating. Just saying, you just got here. Don't start engineering the building, man. <laughs> Don't do too much too soon. Pace I'm yourself. Get, I'm trying to get employee of the month, okay? No. Maybe I want to be hired You'll on. Set too you got to be a full time employee before Signing you can bonus, be eligible. Guys? You don't even have. You're benefits. not eligible for the bonus till after six months. There's a probationary <laughs> period. Twelve hours a week. Help me out here. You barely get dental. <laughs> now we have Kingpin. Gonna need a big sell for that guy. So Kingpin first appeared in issue number fifty in July 1967. And he is a extraordinarily heavyset man with a bald mm-hmm. head. His traditional attire consists of a signature white suit jacket and a cane. Uh, Remember when he was Michael Clark Duncan, though? Yeah. Was yeah. Cool. So Wilson Fisk grew up in poverty and was often bullied. He then decided to train in combat so he could overpower his tormentors, which he later turned into goons for him in his gang. He then befriended a crime boss named Rigoletto. Ooh, Rigoletto. <laughs> so scary. Same and, for our, our <laughs> feature films for families hearing. But then he betrayed Rigoletto and murdered him, taking over the gang, becoming the warlord we know today. So he is the the crime lord of New York City. He's got his fingers in many different Very parts. high pain tolerance, uh, overwhelming influence, business management. Ooh, that's a great ability. He's got a ton of henchmen, a lot of people in his pocket from, you know, all walks of life. The, the thing that's cool about him is no matter what cell we put him in, he would just kind of chill because he's really patient. Like, I think he would just chill and wait. Well, and he looks, but he looks obese, but he actually is like sumo wrestler oh, strong. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of muscle there. And he wears Kevlar armor below his clothing. I, I really think he's a model prisoner, but he's waiting for the perfect moment to break free. He, and he would sometimes. Bribe. Okay, go on. Go, go, what, bribe, yeah. I, was gonna I say think that. he would bribe us or bribe, threaten our to. families. I yep. think we actually wasted a, sh- a spot on Shocker. I think he deserves medium. But I think we're going to have to put him oh, in minimum. We don't minimum. have any medium left, no, do we? I think we're he's, done. He's, this is maximum or minimum. I think he's minimum. I think he's minimum. <sighs> well, he does sometimes carry an obliterator cane, yeah. which is a version of his cane where it has a laser weapon that can vaporize a handgun. And this is just what it says. We're getting handguns? Gun, I don't think or so. Or a person's head at close range. Oh. 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 Okay. I how, don't want him on my close range. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking for Scorpion and Kingpin at this point. <laughs> I think here's the thing. We're probably going to have to put him in minimum because every villain in here will try to get him out for their own power and influence. I think he has the you same. You were yelling at me two seconds ago for I, saying they're going to get out anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know, but. You're in his payroll, aren't no, listen, you? listen, I'm saving spots in. It's getting on Kingpin's payroll. Uh, well, if we want to play the meta of this game. If you want to help your daughter, <laughs> you no. should work for him too. No, Joel, while he may be the least interested employee of, among us, he's also the most moral. We have to put Kingpin with Joel on Minimum security. Yeah. Just Listen, long, as long as there's no car doors near, I'm good. Ooh. Joel. Joel in minimum. No, just Joel's level. Joel and minimum security, you have two spots left. Kent, on maximum security, you have three. We need to save these spots, Why guys. Do we, where are we on different floors, guys? I miss the days when we were together. <laughs> doing this together. We take breaks at the same time. Oh, that's how they're going to get out. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of breaks... Now we have Morbius, the living. Oh yeah, vampire. we can take a break, guys. You want to get out of here? <laughs> it's Morbin just, time, guys. Should we just play some elevator music so right now. His description is he looks like a vampire, but he's alive. I feel bad, okay, because I feel like the most recent movie has kind of made Morbius, the living vampire, more of a joke than he was before. He was before because he was. A, he's a biochemist who gets a rare blood disease, and in the process of trying to cure it. He uh, got some uh, genetic samples from vampire bats, and he became a living vampire, well, which is a, a, a vampire. It's actually his own fault, because in the comic origin, he actually stole Peter Parker's blood, thinking it was a science project. And then while he's examining the blood, a vampire bat drank it and then bit him. 
So it's kind that of that sounds complicated. A very complicated. What what are the string of coincidences that had to happen for that to mm-hmm. happen? Uh, just jumping into the real world, this is our first villain outside of the 1960s. That's true. Yes, 1971 is when he first appeared. Issue 101. So his hobbies are drinking blood and killing criminals. So really weird Tinder profiles. <laughs> and I think he's kind of, he's kind of good deep down to his core. He's 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 a smart guy. He had, but he has all the powers and weaknesses that come with vampirism. Mm-hmm. So he has, you know, great hearing and agility and taste and smell and night vision. But he also must feed on human blood, or he gets sick and then dies. So and he's going for the kill. He stop mm. burying me. He's got thirty seconds to do it. <laughs> but uh, he also does not disintegrate when he hit when he gets sunlight. But it does his skin does blister, and yeah. uh, he is in pain and dehydrated. So like I said, we can put him at like the cell on the end of the, under the end of the line, totally. which has a window in it and we're golden. Yeah. He's not going to do. Much. Are you all right with him? You have to spend time with Morbius. <laughs> Jared Leto's an attractive man. Okay. Yeah, sure. Here's the He's thing. He's like, though. like Leto though. I feel bad for him. Like he'll never get visitors because no one wants to see him. Yeah. Oh. They may even release him twice, and no one will still come no. to see him. He literally was released twice, and he's still here. Uh. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do one of those hand crochet things for his wallet. Just says it's Morbin time. Oh, oh that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make crafts for your prison. <laughs> what? He's what so, do you think we do on Wednesdays? Is it because you don't want to die? What do you think we do on Wednesday? Okay. Pizza Fridays. Pizza Friday. Uh, craft night Wednesday. Minimum <laughs> security is so awesome. Ooh, movie night Monday. We, well, actually, Feature we do, films for families. We, is that no, what you're we, watching? We do FHE on Mondays. <laughs> Little family home evening with my prisoners. Who did the snake? Because here we're singing our song. I have this program I want to implement in all levels, and they're letting me start on minimum security. (laughs) Hobgoblin, you're on the prayer. How'd you rehabilitate him? Pizza. (laughs) Works for me. Now we have Black Cat. Oh, Oh, finally. Kent has been waiting for us. Stop. Uh, so bum, Black Cat bum, first appeared in issue number 194 bum, bum, bum. in July 1979. We've jumped the to way. the end of the 70s. By the way, Catwoman was created in 1940. Yeah. Uh, but uh, her description is, is that she wears... She's a, older? Uh, I'm saying Catwoman was a long time before this, and all of a sudden in 79, they're like... say she's a cougar. Hey, mm, I, you know I've always preferred older women. <laughs> but she wears a black suit with white accents and black goggles. So she first became Black Cat to get revenge on her boyfriend for assaulting her. He then died in a drunk driving accident before she could kill him. So she used her skills to become an expert cat burglar, just like her father. It's uh, a really lame story. Her alter ego is Felicia Hardy, and her alias is Party Hardy. <laughs> That's what Wikipedia... Guys, guys I love her. Uh, Kent, she's not going to Max. Put her in Max, please. No. no. Please? No. no. Well, you you can, can visit on your break. Kent, the whole point of maximum security is not to keep the door open. Oh. That's what you would do if you had She's her up the there. only girl here in the raft. <laughs> like, help me out. Are you going to Tashi Station for your power converters? <laughs> She's a master cat burglar, superhuman strength, agility, balance, and vision. She's got retractable claws. She's, She's good at flirting and manipulation. She sometimes hand combat. has bad luck powers. Bad luck powers. What? Yeah. So, you know, I'm definitely not going to have her on a craft night. <laughs> she spills so much glitter. <laughs> she knocks glass the off the mache- table. The paper mache pinata did not turn out. It's just soggy. <laughs> so that's... Uh, Making biscuits. I just think it's so interesting that Catwoman... <laughs> we can make biscuits together. Catwoman had been around for almost 40 years. And all of a sudden Marvel's like, hey, we, we got a cat like cat burglar too. Who's also a love Zach. interest. Although, oh no, we need a new guard for medium security. <laughs> Zach's dying. Uh, I think Mysterio got to him. They did say they actually created her originally as like in Spider Woman's comics. Uh-huh. And then she got when the, the creator got moved over to Spider Man comics, they brought her along with her. So now she's the love interest and ally of Spider Man. She is the catwoman of the Marvel world. Yeah. Zach, <laughs> you need to care you take care of your prisoners. <laughs> we killed him. Oh, no, it's okay, guys. I'm back. Uh, what would you say? <laughs> Are you okay? I'm off my break. <laughs> Is everything going okay? No, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I saw a lady making biscuits. It was weird. Oh my Where God. has she been looking for? Uh, so here's the thing. I want her on maximum security prison, but we are not wasting one of those cells on her. No way. Yeah. Do we have any room in the basement? We're now done. Minimum security is full. Lucky. I'll take her. Lucky. 
Oh, Spider-Man has just dropped off Hobgoblin. First appeared in issue 238 in 1983. Welcome to the 80s, baby. He's a criminal mastermind equipped with Halloween-themed weapons similar to those used by Green Goblin. When I say similar... They're almost exactly yeah. alike. So he's a fancy Green Goblin. He was a successful fashion he designer. Olive Garden? <laughs> who built his empire through unethical practices. He stumbled onto the lair of Green Goblin, couldn't wait to become a costume criminal. He eventually injected himself with a revised serum of Green Goblins, but most of all, he brainwashed others to take on the mantle of Hobgoblin. Like, it was always a mystery who Hobgoblin was. Yeah. He even had Ned Leeds take on the role for well, a little bit. If I remember right, the reason that Hobgoblin came about was because they'd killed off Green Goblin and they didn't want to bring him back, so they brought back someone with his exact same powers. Yeah, pretty much. Although Hobgoblin, or excuse me, Green Goblin was more insane and irrational, whereas Hobgoblin is much more of a professional criminal who's that, much more in it. control of himself. Super fancy. He doesn't really have enough skin in the game. But he, he has the perfected version of the, the super with, Without the insanity. Yeah. yeah. And he ha- but he has the glider, he has the pumpkin bombs, and he has the razor sharp bats and superhuman strength. I think he deserves maximum security because... See, I wanted to give medium. I think he deserves it, though, because... If oh, I've been full for a while. If, if, we, if, we, can't, if we put uh, Green Goblin in maximum, we need Hobgoblin in maximum as well. Yeah, but he seems like such a, such a dork. Just because he's... A dork? Just because he's Kroger brand yeah. doesn't mean he's not also good. Fine. Maximum security. You got both goblins. Oh. oh. Gobble, gobble, goblin. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we stay entertained at the raft. Yeah. <laughs> we just make puns about their names. Are we Spider Man? We <laughs> always ce- we always celebrate uh, Thanksgiving on Kent's floor because of all the goblin. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Venom. <gasps> we are Venom. First appeared in issue number three hundred in May nineteen eighty eight, created by Todd McFarland. So there are a couple of different origins based on what you've seen. But in the comics, Spider-Man was on a planet called Battle World and his suit was ruined. He had to choose a new suit and a black orb appeared in front of him and covered his body and gave him unlimited webs and replicate any clothes. And in the cartoon, it was brought back on a space shuttle from John Jameson. It crashed the ship and then Spider-Man investigated and took over his body. So basically, you have Spider-Man finding black goo in a way it kind of... It gives him enhanced powers. Yes. When he was kind of feeling done about being a superhero, and he's like, wow, I feel incredible. But what it does, it corrupts you, knows who you are immediately, and it's a symbiote. It just wants to take over whatever it's part of. Yeah. And then once the symbiote leaves Spider-Man, it still retains his powers. So So And memory as well. And memories. So then when it went to Eddie Brock, which is another photographer, I believe, at the Daily Bugle, Mm -hmm. it got him. And Eddie Brock did not like Peter Parker. And then Eddie Brock gets the powers of Spider-Man and can fight against Peter Parker. And as Venom, he is undetectable to Spidey, to Spider-Man's Spidey yep. sense. Like Spider-Man can't sense him the way he does other villains. Now, I'm not super clear on this. Is, is he he essentially has Spider-Man's powers because the symbiote first hung out with Spider-Man yes. and learned how to do all that. Yes. Unless you've seen the movies, and then he just kind of looks like Spider-Man. Well, that's just not does not go there. Yeah, yeah. I also read that uh, he later uh, the, the symbiote attached itself to Scorpion. And uh, yeah, Mark, no, yeah, Mark Gargan. Yeah, there's been plenty of Venom. Venom too. I do think we need a specialized. I mean, we have to at this point, right? We need a specialized cell that has giant speakers in the room because he is susceptible to sound. Yeah, right? Church sounds, bells have yeah. stopped him before. Yeah, certain resonances will cause him to not be able to do everything he wants to do. Which seems rude. What what song would we play really oh, loudly? Well, I'm telling you what, it's going to be a record box Friday. <laughs> Those, oh, those high notes. You Friday, are a jerk. Friday. I'm on that floor. Uh, it's, you it's, like that song. It's uh, Justin Bieber's Baby. No. Oh. oh. It's him every time. Ah. <laughs> so basically, like, the uh, black ooze oh. would be, like, separating from Eddie Brock's body the whole time. Wait, what was the worst song of songs? That. Yeah, it was by Back Eyed Peas. My Humps. There we yeah. go. Okay. Great. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Awesome. It, it can be soundproof. No, but he, you don't de- have to hear it the whole he time. deserves maximum security. He's dangerous and honestly... With the the black goo can escape anywhere. It's kind of like an octopus I, um, that infects people. Here's the, where'd you put Doc Ock? <laughs> That's maximum. Okay, he's up there with you too. Yeah. <gasps> the big thing is the symbiote not getting away, right? Like that's because yes. because Venom could stay there, but if any of that gets out, we're hosed. Right. Yeah. So also, we need to put him in the mason jar. <laughs> I think so because fun fact, I found out that uh, the ooze when it goes on someone, it it contains a small dimensional aperture allowing its host to carry items without adding mass to the costume. 
Meaning oh. it's, it's like a, a TARDIS kind of That's thing. Where it's like, no, I ap- want it. Give me it. Well, it's like what, Aperture Science. But what I'm saying is we have no idea what he's carrying on him. Even if it doesn't look like oh. he's carrying anything or something. Like he could have a ton of stuff in so there. So I can so eat I, anything I want and not gain any weight? Pretty much. I'm on. I'm in. Give it to me. Oh, well, he's a shapeshifter. You could be any shape you want. Uh, oh, I want it. Zach, no. No to you. No to Black Cat for Kent. We are not doing this. All uh-uh. I want is a romance. He wants to become. <laughs> I look so good in black. <laughs> you do. Uh, but no, definitely maximum security here. This is this is a dangerous villain. I don't want anywhere near the outside. Hold again. on, let, let's backtrack real quick. Or anti hero. You want to save your daughter, Zach? You want to become a little bit skinnier? I look so good in black. I just want to fall in love. So slim. <laughs> Our Why fi- do they hire us? <laughs> Why do they? We're the worst temps. We're so losing this job. Our final. Are you done for the night, Spidey? You are okay. Well, we are. There we go. Uh, our shift's almost over. This better be it. We have Carnage. Welcome to the 90s, baby. Yeah, finally. I was going to say, I mean, there are other rogues that have come since Carnage, but these are kind of like the classic core mm-hmm. gripe ending with Carnage here. So, a.k.a. Cletus Cassidy. Um, this origin has to do with the Venom scenario, actually. So, yes. Eddie Brock escaped from prison, but Venom, they say he left an offspring that he discarded, but basically he left part of himself in the cell, and it bonded with Cletus Cassidy, who is a serial killer, a, and it threw a cut in his hand. Yeah. And Carnage, he's the red one, basically. He is considered more violent, powerful, and deadlier than Venom. Remember, Venom at his base is a newspaper photographer. Sure. The other, Carnage is at his base a serial killer. Right. Yeah. This is a big problem. He also uh, can, uh, well, unlike Venom, Carnage can launch parts of itself at enemies in the form of solid weapons like darts, spears, knives, axes, axes, whatever. Yeah. And they disintegrate in dust within 10 seconds, but they could do a lot of damage uh-huh. before that 10 seconds. Like maximum carnage, almost. Hey, mm. uh, and cool look by the way. Carnage oh, is yeah. really one of those cool looking villains, especially after after I like knew about Venom and I see Carnage, I'm like, there's a yeah. red one. But like compared to everyone else, well, most other villains here, they like want to take over New York City. They want to rob a bank. They want to steal or or incriminate someone. Carnage attempted omnicide, which is nuclear war. He wants everyone dead. Yeah, well, well, because Cletus Cassidy, the serial killer, mm-hmm. he's a psychopath. Yes. He is unhinged. So a psychopath and a symbiote? Not a good combination. Joel, do you have room in the basement? Can no. We, can we put him down there? Uh, sorry, we're full up. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Our uh, our Water Wings Wednesday is not uh, going to allow that. <laughs> it's craft day. Uh, we Oh, yeah, sorry. I got to move back. Gotta, more gotta, than one bump, thing. Hold on. Let me get my calendar and bump that. Yep, Thursday. We'll bump Water Wings to Thursday. Okay. Oh, little pool night. It's not as glitter. It's, like, it's water aerobics. Well, what else? Thirsty Thursday? Come on. Hey, it's hey, water. Hey. Okay, yeah, there we go. Kent's always there. <laughs> <laughs> Black Cat's down there. Yeah. <laughs> Making biscuits. We're having good times here in the minimum security, fellas. Lucky. Oh, uh, yeah, but he's definitely day. maximum security. Carnage does not deserve anything less. Yeah. You agree? Oh, I totally agree. That's I, all we plus, have. Agree. Plus, it's all I have it's the only room we have left. Yeah, which makes sense. I'm glad we saved that because I was worried. I was worried mm-hmm. that we get to this point to be like, oh, Carnage is in maximum. Which one do you want? Venom or security. Carnage? Pick one. Yeah. Like, no, we did get They both. both belong in the maximum Agreed. security. Yeah, yes. so who do we have a maximum security tag? Yes, well, let's, oh, let's start at the bottom floor. My oh, floor. Oh, yes. Okay. Or, my floor. At, let's start at the bottom floor. Joel's floor. Yes. Okay. Joel, you have Chameleon. Ooh, Soup Saturday. <laughs> We're going to do Soup Saturday. Vulture. Craven the Hunter. Yep. We, uh, animal themes. Why Why do the villains get good morale down in the basement? Oh, uh, they, you know, they just, may keep you around. Uh, they might. I, the, the animals are strong. With, okay, Chameleon, Vulture, Craven the Hunter, Morbius the Living Vampire, Black Cat, and Kingpin. Sounds mm-hmm. about right. Kingpin would be a good conversation, to be quite honest. He is, but he intimidates me. Yeah. Guy stares me down. Mm. I was Black boy. Cat does too, and I'm like, married, bam. What's that spider? Oh, Spider-Man just dropped one more person off for Joel's level. It's Paddington. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to let him in the kitchen. Yeah. On my floor in medium security, we have Lizard, Electro, Mysterio, Scorpion, Rhino, and Shocker. A lot of tech on my level. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Suits and yeah. tech. Yeah, yeah. And then on maximum security, where Kent is not watching because he's down with Black Cat on level three. There's cameras. I like how the mason jar, by the way, mason jars cannot be broken. I don't know if you guys have ever tried. Oh, they're the strongest <laughs> thing known to man. Uh, they can. No, it's, it's not possible. Dr. Octopus. Perfect. Sandman. Okay. Green mm. Goblin, Hobgoblin, Venom, and Carnage. Okay. With the exception One of Sandman, of these I think this is not like the other. <laughs> He's getting out anyway, guys. 
Just saying. <laughs> I want, why why we built a mason why jar? Try <laughs> Beach Day Tuesday. <laughs> we have Sandman. We could have Sandman is in there. You're using his body now. to have fun. He watches from yeah. the mason jar. I could be so useful right there. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even know I was there. Uh, I'll be your sandcastle. There like, you go. It'd be like what Jake does when he's invisible. <laughs> There you go. There is our crash course on Spider-Man villains. You hopefully feel a little more informed now whenever you have a Spider-Man conversation with someone at the next party you go to, because that happens. <laughs> yeah, you're at a party and you're like, hey, you know who I'd lock up in maximum security? It's like, uh, did you know that Carnage is actually a serial killer with a symbiote attached to him? Yeah, he's from 1992. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but let us know if you agree. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Twitter. We want to hear from you. But before we go, we'd like to give some love to our patrons, those that help keep the lights on here in the Bacon Cave, which includes the I'm the Listener tier, Taylor Sanderson, Cern Madam Hicks, Shannon West, Ryan and Marley, Rocky and Steph. No, I promised you I wasn't going to buy a Ouija board. I didn't buy a Ouija board. I borrowed a Ouija board. Scott Sprague, Lady Terry Finley, Juice the Killer King Swallow, Jennifer Kilkowski, Dave Kelly, Casey Cummings, Briggs is off to preach the good word, Angela Plotz, Andrew versus the Evil Dead, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And then we have our Baking Council, which includes the other Brit, Johnny English, the one, the only Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Star Wars expert Kyler, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Nicole D. Kale, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Glow Clinton, Daniel, Debbie, Foster, and Bigger. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You are the doctor to our octopus. I, I love that we're giving him the full thing. He's not Doc Ock. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Octopus. It's just fun to say. It is. Say it at home, listener. Even though it's Octavius, but whatever. Say it at home out loud while you're listening. Make the people look at you weird. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with Quickwits. They perform at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss the qualities of mason jars, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page or go to at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. After you've done that, go to tpublic.com slash bacon sale. Get yourself some merch. We love to see it. And then if you like what's going on here and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale. Support starts at just $3 a month. You can get all sorts of extra reviews. We stopped doing bacon bits for some reason. All the reviews are over there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, do you know who really belongs in the raft? Who? Spider-Man. He's a menace. So what happy topic uh, do we get to jump into? That's your job. What are we doing? That's it. That's right. What are we yeah, talking so. about today, Joel? That's <laughs> how it happens. Wait, does the medication side effects involve coups? Coups. <laughs> side effects men killing mutiny. We're talking about scary villains from Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> Halloween monsters that throw pumpkin balls. Give me pictures of villains of Spider-Man. Did you put your hammer in the gum of fire? <laughs> Listen, Electro, it's not you. It's you. <laughs> I, I just don't feel a spark. Mr. Yeah. Freeze is so romantic. <laughs> You know what they say? Cold skin, warm heart. <laughs> Craven? Lately? I don't know what it is. It's the mustache. You've been craving him? I ain't lying. You can still look at pretty girls behind bars, Kent. <laughs> that sounded weird. That's life. That sounded Advice. weird. Anyone up for a pen pal? No. <laughs> Spider-Man! Spider-Man, quit dropping these off! If you had a name like that, wouldn't you become a villain? We went from maybe he's in minimum security to get a mason jar? <laughs> a big one. You guys are much more dedicated to this job than I am. Fire Joel. I, I'm a I'm a temp, Kent. <laughs> Is that the noise you make when trying to talk to reptiles? This, Ew. this plan doesn't work, Kent. <laughs> what do you think happens with this? Just kidding, Kent. Yeah. You go through walls. It's a portal. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, you become Is that temporarily why you're so scared of snakes. <laughs> yeah, snakes have portals. So I'm like, not gonna lick a prisoner either. His hobbies are killing. That is not minimal. <laughs> his hobbies are killing. Wait, and are you reading his Tinder profile? <laughs> Pizza Fridays. Pizza Friday. Uh, Craft night Wednesday. <laughs> minimum security is so awesome. Ooh, movie night Monday. You know I've always preferred older women. She's the there. only girl here in the raft. Gobble, gobble, gobbling. Zach, <laughs> it was really making biscuits. <laughs> That's what's happening on minimum security, man. We're just... We're getting like one of those massage trains. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay, guys. I'm back.